Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Scout Fantasy Sports. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Ronis, week number eight is upon us. It's at the halfway point. I know. It's crazy. Uh, season just flies by, and injuries pile up. We have the bye week, so uh, this seems like a week where a lot of people are doing a lot of maintenance to their rosters. A lot of maintenance. By the way, hopefully you are a member of Vegas Whispers, because if you were, you probably won very big last night. The Houston Texans didn't look good at halftime. It was only 14-10 at halftime, Ronis, and then they brought out the whooping stick in the second half. And uh, Will Fuller, though, done for the year with a torn ACL. Kiki Kuti, uh, go pick him up right now. Yeah, he might. He's probably owned in most leagues, but he might have been dropped because he had the hamstring injury again. So maybe in more shallow formats, people dropped him. I doubt anyone did in our contest because of the 20-man rosters. People are holding him. And QT looked really good when he came back, weeks four and five. And now with Fuller done for the year, that's going to open up some more targets for him whenever he's ready to come back. So I don't even, I'm not even sure if he'll be ready for next week. And then I think they have a bye. So you might not be looking at him for a couple weeks. I think you're probably right with that. I, I don't think Kuti is going to be ready, especially with a hamstring injury for a speed guy like that. Who Second do they time have too. This I is know. because of the, in the preseason. So we, we've seen it. Uh, we, we, obviously, Dalvin Cook and Leonard Fournette well documented. But these hamstring injuries, you've got to let them heal. And Bruce Ellington's on the IR, so you're looking at Sammy Coates? I mean, is that who you're looking at? Tyler Irvin? I mean, what are they going to do yeah, if Kuti can't play used, next week? Yeah, they used Irvin in the slot this past week. I know. This is yesterday. I, I know. I feel badly for, for the Texans because I just think that's another team that seems to always be snake bit by injuries. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is a team that started 0-3. They are now 5-3 and in a division where they can win. And obviously last year they were surging and we all loved Deshaun Watson and then he tore the ACL and what a performance for him because if his last two games were not very good and if I'm sure you saw it last week, he had to take the bus to Jacksonville. He couldn't even fly. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's, That's crazy. And you know what? Well, I'll tell you, it's clear. Their offensive line is a sieve. He's being hit like a pinata, dude. Well, the Cowboys can't even take a got breath. beat up, man. He beat got up. beat up he, against he, They didn't sack him that many times. They didn't sack him many times, but they beat him up. Yeah, because he was running and scrambling quite a bit. And every time you could see the defenders basically looking at, at red meat. And they were just yeah. like, oh, we're going to gobble this up. Well, look, I got to give your Cowboys a ton of credit. I know they're on a bye week. And let's just spend two seconds talking about it because I don't think you and I really have discussed this, uh, at least on air. Cooper to the Cowboys, I know you can't be happy about the first round pick, but you got to be somewhat happy that you have a number one receiver. Yeah, look. I, I I don't know who I told. I think I told the story right there. Yeah, we didn't talk since then. Maybe I told you off air. But so I saw Joe Cena Anderson tweet out, Cowboys are going to acquire Barry Cooper. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Then a couple minutes later, I see the compensation first round pick. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Really, guys? So, yeah, they needed him, obviously. And even if Cooper 
doesn't perform to the level we saw the first two seasons. He commands defensive attention. I actually think this helps Zeke because it's going to pull away some attention from the box. And it I think looked, it helps Michael Gallup too, by the way. So this way he's not getting covered by a top cornerback. Gallup was really starting to merge. He was yeah. a guy that I was going to look at. Uh, I did pick him up in a league like two weeks ago, and this week I was ready to go get him, uh, and I backed off. I mean, he could still be productive, but he was really starting to come on. But, yeah, he won't get the attention now. I just think it's unfair to ask a rookie trying to adjust to the NFL level to be the number one. It's just you can't do it. Right. No, that's, and, and I think he has potential. I really do. I think this hurts Alan Hearns, but that guy stunk anyway. I mean, t- whoever was delusional enough to think he was a number one receiver should have been fired. Oh, yeah, no question about it. I mean, I, I, this is a, this was really a panic move by Dallas when the panic should have been before the year, when you looked at this roster and said, okay, how are we supposed to score when we have <laughs> no receivers who are game breakers, no one to command attention deep down the field, and we don't even have a tight end? If I told you Cooper for a third-round pick, you'd be excited. Yeah, you know, because here's the other issue, too, is that, all right, he gets paid next year, and then you have to decide, are you going to sign this guy? Now, they were probably going to draft a wide receiver in the first round next year anyway, which is probably the way they looked at it. Like, okay, at least we have someone who has had success in the NFL. But there were t- well, there was talk in Oakland about him not really working hard. And you've said it. If he's not involved in the game early, he's done. And done. He, gets lo- he gets locked down by elite corners. That's what bothers me. And he's what? going to get every top corner. But I looked at the schedule. It's actually not that bad. He... he is very good against mediocre cornerbacks. But when he gets the Patrick Petersons, the Josh Normans, Casey Hayward, Casey Haywards, he's shut down. And and that's just fact. I mean, and the other problem is that people don't realize he doesn't really, he's not a great ball catcher. He's got a little case of the drops every now and then, maybe because he's disinterested. So that could be part of it. Maybe if he's more interested, he'll be, he'll hold on to the ball better, but he will disappear at least four to five games over a 16 game slate. Maybe even more. At least last year it was more. But, yeah, yeah there were many games. It's Remember last year he had, like, a terrible stretch. Everyone benched him. I think it was Thursday night against the Chiefs. And then he, he exploded. had, like, over 20 yeah. yards yeah. when he was on the bench for everyone. Right. All right, let's take a look as we move forward. Adam, last week at, at Sunday morning, it was actually late Saturday night. I'm checking my phone. And Melvin Gordon is like questionable. I'm like, oh my god! And then I look at uh, Mrs. Roto. I go, I think I have to get up early on Sunday, <laughs> you know, because normally I don't like waking up that early. And sure enough, I was glad I did because I had to get him out of my lineup. Is there anybody we're worried about for Philadelphia, Jacksonville? Uh, do I need to wake up early? No, no, I don't think so. Uh, everybody is good to go in that game. I don't think there's anybody we have to worry about. Are you worried like I am? I really would have liked to have seen Cody Kessler start this game. I just think Bortles, I know he plays well in Wembley, but those receivers, Cole and Westbrook and Moncrief, are not having the season that I was hoping for, maybe because Fournette's not there, but I think Blake Bortles stinks. I've always said this. Well, I've said it too. Like, I hear these people before the year, Bortles has finished as a borderline QB1 the last three years. I'm like, okay, can you look at the distribution game by game? He has a couple big games, but he's not someone that you can count on, and that's where the consistency comes into play. I don't care if you finished QB 13, QB 14, QB 10. It doesn't matter. That's cumulative points. There's quarterbacks that miss games. you got to look at points per game. And the other thing is you can't count on him on a game-to-game basis. That's why I didn't draft any of the Jacksonville wide receivers. I know Keelan Cole got some buzz uh, after uh, the injury there in the preseason. Who got hurt? What's his name? Marquise Lee. So I know he started to move up, but I wasn't buying any of the Jacksonville receivers because I really thought it was going to be split among all of them, and that's what's happening. Look at the targets. Moncrief, 44, Cole, 42, Westbrook, 38. They're and how many, is D, how many has DJ Chark had? Uh, 13. 
Yeah, he's even had more play than I thought he was going to have like two. So he's even gotten more play. He's but I think I, I think you're right. The reason why this whole thing has crumbled is Fournette because they built yep. the team around him. They wanted to focus on him. And, and Yeldon's okay, but Yeldon's not a guy you give him the ball 25 times a game. No, but he makes – actually, sadly enough, Fournette makes Bortles better because right. he's running he, – he's passing less, and then he's, he's not as exposed. Now he's totally exposed out there, and their, their lack of – they have a bunch of number two receivers, maybe even arguably number three receivers. Their lack of a number one receiver exposes them. Yeah, I agree, and – you know, you, you've seen it, and now the defense, the defense has still put up good numbers, but, you know, it's tough. I'm sure they're frustrated by the offense. The offense can't stay on the field, and, man, it, it, can you, look how things quickly changed in the NFL. Jacksonville was, what, 3-1, and one, beat New England. Oh, here we go, Super Bowl contender. Now look at them, and look at the Texans, 0-3. Oh, they're done. Now they're 5-3. and three. Yeah, Bill, Bill O'Brien, like, he's got 27 lives, dude. He's like a cat. <laughs> really he does. All right, Jets versus the Bears. All right, Robbie Anderson, probably not playing. Doubtful, yeah. Uh, it's not looking good. Allen Robinson, I'm going to say highly questionable. And even if he plays, I think he's a decoy, dude. He was barely running down the field last week. Yeah, I don't think you can play him. I will not be recommending him in any of the questions I get. I just don't think you can play him. And they don't need him to beat the Jets. Let him get healthy. Uh, it sounds like it'll be a game-time decision, but uh, I don't think you can have confidence in him this week. All right, for the Jets, dude, Jermaine Curse dropped a big deuce on my head last week. I paid like $100 in five different leagues. <laughs> I paid guy... for him in a league, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Didn't even get Actually, it. two leagues, yeah. How's it he... possible not to get a point? I, Dude, I have no idea. After the, the week he came off, and I think what happened, though, I don't think he played the slot much, and that's where he was getting his targets. Darnold has looked to the slot a lot. That's why Quincy Newman had the good start. So I think that was part of the issue. I mean, look at the receivers they're running out there. Sharon Pete, Andre <laughs> Roberts. I mean, do you think Rashard Matthews plays this week? Yes, I do. To, right? I do. And, you know, I'm, I'm very upset because uh, my William Mary grad, Trey McBride, I've always thought this guy had ability and the Jets cut him. How can this guy not get out there? The Jets are putting out literally two dudes who should never be playing in the NFL. It's really bad. I mean, they're going to get smoked this week. Oh my. Well, so that's the interesting thing. You know the NFL is funky like that. Just yeah. when you think that the Bears are going to win this game by 27 points, what if I tell you that they win like 2019 on a late field goal? It is the NFL. It's possible, but like I don't, I don't see how. Are they just going to be able to run the ball with Crowell? I don't see that. Is Khalil Mack out? Because he's not 100% either. He's not 100%. Uh, they're, they said he's questionable. Again, and Eddie Jackson a... cannot tackle back there at safety. Yeah, they have been giving up production in the passing game. They've str they've locked down the run, but they've been giving up some uh, pretty big days against the pass. Do you like Tariq Cohen this week for seasonal? But well, of course seasonal. But do you like him in DFS purposes? Um, I would consider him. I guess the thing you do have to worry about is if this game is a blowout. And I know we saw it against Tampa; it was a blowout, and Cohen still had a, a lot of work. But I could see them trying to get Jordan Howard a lot of work this week if they're playing from ahead. So I think he's in play. Uh, his price has gone up, uh, but I, there, when we go over it, there's a lot of running backs this week. To like, it's the total opposite of last week. I know. A lot of guys who are cheap. So, you know what's interesting? I think that – you know how we said that Jeff Fisher was exposed by Sean McVay? Absolutely. I think John Fox has been exposed by Matt Nagy. Oh, there's no question. Exposed. They had some talent on this team last year. Tariq Cohen's a, a Pro Bowl player, and you're like, how did this guy not get a, not do anything for, at all last year? How's it possible? But I will say this, though. What happened the first three weeks with Tariq Cohen? Last year? 
No, this year. He was barely oh, yeah. involved. Right. And then they were like, okay, maybe we're wrong. Maybe Jordan <laughs> Howard does suck. I've been telling you the people Jordan Howard sucked for years. This guy, Cohen is much better than Howard. Much. Well, Cohen's more explosive. I don't think Howard sucks, but I don't think. He's eh, not special. He had, he had he's, two, not special. Well, he's not special, but he had two, his first two years in the league were good on a bad he, team. Right, but he's just not a, I mean, he's not a special talent. He's not a great pass well, catcher. Explosive. He's not a, explosive. Difference maker. All right, Tampa Bay at Cincinnati. So, look, here's my point to you here. If Andy Dalton can't be good in seasonal DFS this week, cut him because this is his best opportunity to put up 300 yards and three touchdowns. I'll give you a reason why Andy Dalton will have a good game this week. You want to know why? You benched him. No, he, it's not a primetime game. Oh, so when it, so he just sucks in the lights. <laughs> he does. That game was Sunday night against the Chiefs. That was the worst thing. When he saw that game was flexed, he pooped his pants. He's like, damn it. <laughs> he just doesn't, deli- he doesn't deliver in the spotlight. It's amazing. And so he's going to go off this game. I mean, Tampa Bay has just given up production to everyone. Quan Alexander's out too, by the way. Oh, yeah. They keep getting more injuries. Quan Alexander's out. Gerald McCoy is probably out. Vinny Curry is out. Yeah, yeah they're Conte. just... This everyone. I mean, yeah, you're playing all your Bengals this week. It's just uh, they're just giving up so much production. And the game's at home. Yeah, I mean, don't, we'll go off this week. All right, and please, anybody who's playing DFS, please don't think that Deshaun Jackson is, is Jameis Winston's guy. He's not. Mike Evans is physically attached to Jameis Winston. Just fact. All right, Seattle at Detroit, Ronis. This game's got a lot of interesting things going on here. A little Golden Tate revenge narrative. Uh, I will say the, this. The, the Golden go Tate has already faced Seattle once, and he did not have a good game. So do, is the revenge still there like three, four years later? Yes, there's always revenge. <laughs> Theo Riddick is out. Yes. With, with, right? So that's maybe carry on. Johnson's a little better. Detroit, not a good run defense, but they signed snacks this weekend. Does that devalue Mike Davis or Chris Carson? I, I think there's a lot of questions at this game. No, there really is, and it's two teams that play at a slow pace, too. I mean, you see the pass attempts for Russell Wilson and Stafford are way down. Uh, I do like uh, Doug Baldwin this week. I thought he looked really good before the bye, and uh, I think he's got a good matchup here in the slot. So I think he was uh, coming on right before the bye and healthy. So this is a good Doug Baldwin week. Do you like Kenny Galladay at all? Because he's been a disappointment recently. Well, it's not really him. He had a touchdown last week called back. He's had three touchdowns called back by a penalty this year. The biggest problem is, and uh, I wrote about this a little bit in the Stockwatch this week, the Lions have been playing from ahead in every game, and they've just been running the football. Stafford has 30 pass attempts or fewer in three straight games. I know, I know. It's not going to continue. Their schedule gets much more difficult, and he's going to So Galladay's going to get more. better. Galladay's getting better. Definitely. If I, okay. I mean, if you're in a trade league and you could buy low on them, I would do it right now if someone is uh... – but I think this game, though, this, this is interesting because I, I think it could be a slow-paced game. But oh, team, very slow. Right? Very That's slow. the problem. Detroit was slow last year. Do you remember how methodical they were? They'd have, a, they'd have one drive, and it would take 10 minutes. Right. And, but this year, they're having more success running the football. I know. All right, but I do like carry on this week. Yeah, of course. I mean, he looked really good, and it's taken theoretic really to get him more touches in the pass game. Denver, Kansas City. Uh, I mean, look, Pat Mahomes, uh, Kareem Hunt. I'm going to make a case for Sammy Watkins this week. I'm going to say that the, the, the Hunt is going to throw is going to run so well that he's going to be able to do some play action passing. Maybe Tyreek Hill gets double covered. Maybe Sammy Watkins does something. I know Kelsey will, but I do like Sammy Watkins too, Ronas. Yeah, Watkins. Look, I, he has 70 yards plus in two of three last three games. 
So he has 50 yards in four of six games. So he's been productive. It's just that Tyree Kill, Kelsey, and Hunter doing everything, and, and Watkins is not getting as many targets. But uh, this offense is at home. Uh, they've already beaten Denver on the road. So, yeah, you can put Watkins in there. All right. So let's see. What about on Denver's side? I kind of like Philip Lindsay a lot this week, dude. Yeah. Look, I don't think we know Royce Freeman has been ruled out. I don't think out. Lindsay's touches are going to go up to like 25. They're not going to do that. He'll get How about a few 20. More. How about 20? Yeah, I could see that. And, and Devontae Booker becomes someone to look at in seasonal if you're desperate this week because he's going to be on the field. That's not a good sign, dude. And he's going to be. He's played every week. He's going to catch like five passes. So do you, would you play Booker or would you play Lindsey and Dave? Oh, Lindsey. Lindsey, for sure. Okay. I mean, because Booker's like $1,500 cheaper. He is, but the floor is much lower. That's true. All right. When we come back, we'll talk a little DFS. We will talk with our friend Willie Walls will be with us from Scout DFS. We'll do that when we return right after this. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. All right, we're back. It's Dr. Roto along with Adam Ronis. And Adam, we have a great deal for people. What is the promo code and what is the deal, my friend? Yeah, if you guys sign up right now for Scout NFL DFS for one month, you get 70% off your first month. You get the Scout Stacks tool, the Optimizer, plenty of tools, the Slack chat as well. So you're going to win money. So you want to take advantage of this 70% off. I mean, it's basically free. And you have up until kickoff on Sunday. So you use the promo code radio get 70% off and I think it works for the seasonal pass too. So it does. It does. I know that. And I think it's the promo code Roto 70 and Rona 70 still work for scout fantasy sports.com as well. Rona. So we are literally, and think of it this way, right? One month will get you to what week 12. Yeah. Right. And so then, you're, you're practically at your fancy championship. Come on, join us. Be, be a member you, of the scout army. And then you get a month of DFS. You're going to win money. So just take that money, reinvest so we can help you cash out. Cause we got NBA and NHL DFS too. And I got to tell you, I NBA, love what you can make money, man. <laughs> you oh, can you make can. money in you NBA. Can. You can. I, I got to tell you, I love when I see when people write us the, in, in the forums, like this is so worth the money. I always love seeing that too. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, everybody thinks that we're just talking, but try it out for yourself. Again, 70% off. You're basically getting essentially free. Don't listen to us anymore. Try it. Right, and I can tell you this. I know that when we're answering questions, it's me, Adam, and Sean. I see all the questions. Trust me, I tell you, that's who's answering it, not some guy you've never heard of before. But speaking of a guy you have heard of before, he's our friend. His name is Willie Walls, and you can find him at ScoutDFS.com. What's up, Willie? What's going on, Doc? How you doing? What's up, Ronis? What up, Willie? Doing all right, man. How about yourselves? Good. 
Willie, who's ready to burst this week? Who's the who's the Julio Jones pregnancy test this week? <laughs> I tell you what, I know one person I'm not playing on FanDuel. I can't play girls. The eleven thousand man. Well, that, that, you know, you're out, I, Willie. I, 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 listen, you know, I'm gonna play him on DraftKings. I'm gonna lock him in on DraftKings at ninety-eight. Eleven thousand man. I'm like, you know, there's too much of other value in running back in that game. You know, that's that's going that's going too far out of hand. So. I might have him in one lineup because, you know, I love Gurley. Yeah, he gets 32 points a game, but 11,000. That's crazy, man. That's like, God. Yeah. No. You, look, I don't – if you played – did you play NBA tonight, Ronas? On FanDuel, it was like 13,000 for Anthony Davis and 11-something for Giannis. Something ridiculous like that. 12,000. It was 12,000 yeah. for Giannis. There you go. There you yeah, go. But it's crazy. I didn't play, but then, of course, you could always, you know, use a punt play, right, since they dropped the lowest score? Right. That yeah, helps. Davis. Could have put Davis in that spot, you know, like uh, I put I put Davis in the spot and and Fanduel. Uh, Ed, Davis. Ed, Ed, Ed Davis. Yeah, Ed yeah. Davis. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it's crazy when they when they jack up the prices like that. Well, you, you have to, but but in NBA you got to man. These guys are putting up monster numbers, man. You got to make people pay for them if they want them in there. So I let's know, ask, they, they, they haven't around. they haven't done it enough for Gurley on DK. I mean, his price is not high enough. Yeah, yeah I'm playing them in DK. Because you can you can fit because you got so much value, you know. With Rashad, you know, looking at thirty, you know, at forty two hundred, you know, Colts allowing thirty reception, you know, you know, to backs, you know, coming out the backfield. I mean, listen, you know, you just play him, you know, with um, you were Hunt and Gurley. Willie, do you think ninety eight hundred is is topping out, or how much would you spend for Gurley? Right, because I think people wonder about that. Oh, that's so much money for one guy. At what point I, do you I, say I no? Pay, I, I will pay up to ten. I will pay up to ten grand for Gurley. I mean, you know, ten, and then I'm then I'm out. You know, I'm out. You know, when you start getting that, especially with the with the people that you got, uh, you know, you just got better value. I mean, you got Hunt. You got Connor, you know, who ran for 182 yards the last you know, last time we played him. Cleveland's been giving up against the run. You know, they missed that middle linebacker and that pass. He gets 91 percent of the the snaps. I mean, that's crazy. You got you know, you got to like the the value. You just have to go elsewhere, and you know, you just got to you just got to go elsewhere. I mean, on on, on draft teams, I'm locking it. I'm locking it. You know, I, I'm having a lot of I'm I'm having I'm having some Rogers. I'm going to have some um, Adams, and then I'm going to put Gurley on the other side. You know what I mean? And get some Hunt, you know, you know, do that kind of thing. You know, you, you know, I like, you know, Indianapolis. I like Luck. I think that game is going to be a good game to get some value from. You know, if you want some cheap re- receivers, you know, you know, you, you know, you know, you can go there. You can look at Seth Roberts in the, in, the, in, in the slot position where they struggle against. So you got some interesting plays for Oakland, you know, that can help you get that value that you're looking for. Feels like there's several quarterbacks in play this week. I know last week we didn't really like many of them, but it feels like this is a week where you can go several different quarterbacks that are in good spots. You feel that way? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you why I like this slate. This slate is versatile. I mean, it really is a lot of good plays. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of good plays on the slate, and you could go any, you could go anywhere. I mean, on this slate, really, you can. I mean, it's not limited to you to, you know, one back. So, see, Gurley is not going to be as high on this week as he was last week, you know, because you don't have any definite chalk plays this week. Like, Chubb turned the slate around last week, you know, when Chubb did. And that's what got people off of Marlon Mack. Remember, Marlon Mack was going to be the chalk early. But then Chubb came out and everybody 
we'll, so it, it's Willie, let, this week. Let's go back go to let's go back to the Bears. I know that you liked the Bears in the previous weeks. Are we in on a Trubisky and Cohen and Gabriel stack this week? Or do you think that the Jets, I mean, it looks like it's such an obvious play, but do you like the play this week? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, the the, the Jets are, the, the, you know, they they go into Chicago. I mean, listen, I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think he's doing it with Mary's Trubisky. I mean, I think he's going to regress. But, man, you got to play him a little bit because he's getting the job done. You know, but, man, his pass rating sucks. You know, so um, he's doing it by merits, but, you know, but you can't play Corn. I mean, against him. I mean, Corn. But I also like, you know, on the other side, if you're going to go there, that just tight end. You know, on the other side. Her- you know, Herndon, yeah. Yeah, I think Herndon is interesting this week. The 2800. You know, you know when you get, you know when you get your little big, like if you get your big boy stacks with Rogers, you know, and Adams, and you go with Gurley on the other side, you know, you can throw the guy at the tight end. You know, you know where you can save some money, or you can throw a zoom in. What love, you know, this week, you know, going in the in the, in the slot position. That's where, you know, where those guys struggle with Tampa Bay. So you know, you got a lot of little value uh, on the slate that we can work with. So, I mean, I really I love the slate because I, I think it's really versatile. The way we can do it, I think you could go anywhere because there's a lot, there's a lot of high scoring games, a lot of high scoring games. So I like that a lot. But I'm gonna tell you one thing to pay attention to, and uh, Josh Cole said this, and it's very interesting. That's why I think Pittsburgh is a good play. And I'm talking about like Juju Smith and things like that nature. Remember, Cleveland has played four overtime games. They got over 500. And, um, and, and 20, 34 snaps. They have like 34 snaps more than any other defense. And every time they play overtime, if you look at the next game, they suck. You understand? So, um, well, they're also Cleveland, so that, that comes into account, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, you're right. They, they played so, a lot of extra so who, snaps. Who would you use there, Willie? Would you go Ben, Connor, McDonald? Would, give me the yeah, guys yeah, you I mean, like. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't go – I wouldn't go um, – I wouldn't go Brown. I wouldn't play all the way up. I think Juju has smoked them both times he's played them. If I'm going to play anybody, it would be Juju Connor and maybe, uh, like you said, the tight end. And then if you one play you can play, going against Pittsburgh, get the slot if you can play Landry on the other side. Of that Can't play. you play Njoku? Because Pittsburgh's terrible against the tight end, too. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if, uh, how much is Njoku on draft games. I don't think I want to go there with Njoku. You know, 46, 46. 46. It's a good price. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not bad, but I, I, I just think you get a better. I just think you get better value with McDonald. And you know, what about what guys. about Uzoma too for Cincinnati at thirty? Yeah, I, I love Uzoma. I think Uzoma is a great play. Ronis, you want to hear my crazy my, my crazy tight end of the week? Let's hear it. Hayden Hurst scored. You know, this week. was it Harbaugh who said that he needs to get they need to yeah. get him more involved? And Carolina is terrible against the tight end. He's twenty five hundred bucks. I'm slotting him in right now. I know, but this is but but Hurst missed a touchdown last week because he turned to the right and the ball was on his left. If he had turned to the left, he would have walked into the end zone. I, I got you, but what I'm saying is he don't get enough. For, I mean, I, you know, Baltimore, will, will, man, you will be you will be really tilted with Baltimore, man, because they go like three or four different tight ends. No, I do like the Uzoma pick, Ronis, because the I mean, you know, they're going to score Cincinnati, and the yes. Bucks are putrid against the tight end. Yeah, and right. it's still, still cheap. So, but uh, yeah, I, I mean. Feel- 
Doc, I do think at some point we're going to see Hurst. Right. I think it's this week, Ronis. I'm going to be texting you when he, when he scores. And if, he does, and if he doesn't score, <laughs> I will not even answer the text. You, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Dalton is going to be interesting this week because a lot of people, because he looked so bad last week. Who you Dalton, know, you I, said? I think, yeah, and Dalton looked so bad. Yeah, we, we just talked about him, and I said the reason why he sucked last week, it was prime time. Anytime it's the spotlight, Dalton fizzles. So, right. Yeah, you're right. He's going to be low owned this week. Considering he's the fourth highest priced quarterback on DK, people are going to go to Aaron Rodgers for 200 more, Luck for 100 more, Roethlisberger 100 less. So yeah, I don't. I agree with you. I don't think. I don't know. Do you think he'll be highly owned, or you think people will remember? No, he week? won't. He won't. I'm telling you, with my homes, and especially on FanDuel, I love his price on FanDuel at 7,800. You know? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, really, you know. What about a stack? If I want to do like a Rogers, Gurley, Adams, Woods stack, is that insane? Yeah, I, I'm a, let me let me let me give you this. I think that I, I can't trust the Rams receivers right now, and the reason being is, listen, the record for uh, Thomason is just, just 31 touchdowns, right? Gurley's already got 14 to 15. They going for that record. And anytime they could get him close to that goal line, I don't trust it. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think I, I think part of the problem is the Rams have been playing from ahead. If you think Green Bay is going to keep this game competitive, and I Rogers agree. Puts up points, then I do think their receivers will come through yeah, this week. Yeah, but, but they stop. They stop playing it. in three quarters. Willie Goff, Goff gets 202 yards in three quarters, and he shuts it down in the fourth quarter. I, I, I know, but what I'm going to think about it, man. When has Green Bay started out fast? When the last time they started out fast? Well, that's why I said I, I like yeah. the I like the Rogers part of that stack. I would go Rogers, right. Allison, Adams, Gurley, or Woods, and and giddy up. I, I, I like the Woods. I, I mean, I like not Woods. I mean, I like the Gurley part. And I like the Adams and Rogers. That's the one. That's the one I like. You know, because remember, man, Adams has been killing, and he has some tough matchups. You don't like that's Allison, Ronis? Ronis, you like Allison? Uh, it's risky. It sounds like he's going to play. Cobb is listed as questionable. Yeah, and then you got Van Scaler. I mean, that Van, the other dude, I like a lot. Valdez Scaler. If, yeah, Cobb, if, Cobb, if Cobb is out, then you could look at him. Yeah, so I'm just saying, I, you know, I just think that, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a good slate. But I, 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 I just, I, I'm just hesitant to take the receivers for the Rams. I will never I, know who's going to get it. I'm going to give you a team that you're going to want to vomit, but what if I tell you that this team might be good this week? What if I tell you the Cardinals? What about David Johnson this week? Byron Leftwich is there. Yeah, I, listen, I think David Johnson is a great player this week. As a matter of fact, I will have him and some bills like him, uh, Carters, and, uh, and, and Hunt. You know, to make more sense on, on, on FanDuel. And the reason being is they're going to get him the ball because, listen, that's just going to be his goal. Listen, Lefferis was a player. He knows how to get it. Because they say, well, what do they say all week? They're going to get him the ball in space. Well, the he also was under Bruce cool. Arians, so he said he was going to try and mimic as much of the Arians' offense. So. Right, right. And, and I agree. I agree. But you know what? But, but then again, you know, to get the people that we might have to get, we might just go with Richards going against the Colts. You know, because, I mean, I think I, I love that game a lot. I mean, Andrew Luck has been killing it, you know. Well, so, so let me ask you this, Willie. How do you stack that one? You get T.Y. Hilton, and then which which guy do you get from the Raiders? Um, you get Rashad. 
Rashad and what about what about Martavis Bryant or Jordy Nelson? Uh, yeah, you you could put them in a, in, in a stack, but I wouldn't put them all in one game. I'll, I'll put just one of those Rascals in at a time. I don't trust the Raiders as much, you know, so I'm not going to go fully stack on the Raiders. Um, to be honest with you, you know, but I, you know, you can have and see what I don't like is now I can't get the tight ends because now the other guys back. So now you know Ebron and them, you know. So the only one that I really like for. Uh, for them would be the running back, and I and I like T. Y. Hilton because you don't know what Titans is going to throw it to. Yeah, Jack Doyle you know is playing this week. He's off the injury report. Yeah, so you don't know. So what I what you could do is you could put Rashad on one side, you could put uh, Luck Neckett, you know, just to get some value. Then you could go to the other spots, and there's plenty of other good spots. You know, like Cincinnati is going to have a lot of good plays in it. You know, so there's there's plenty of games we can go with, that we can go to this week, and that's what I love about the slate. There were several. I love there were several cheap wide receivers who burned us last week. Do you see any cheap wide receivers that are good plays this week? Uh, I, I think uh, one one that that has been swept on the rug that I love a lot is the Carolina gets beat deep. Okay, by number one receivers, and I love John Brown this week. Okay, I think John Brown is a phenomenal play this week. Only against Carolina. Carolina struggles with the receivers going deep, but I'm gonna tell you, John, they got nobody to match up against John Brown. You know, so I think John Brown will be one of those low-owned guys um, that I'm going to have in a couple of lineups because I, I, li- I love John Brown. So, of course, A.J. Green, you know, you know the matchup that they're having there, and they're going to move from the slide, you know, boy. But I don't like to play 6700 for boy. I just don't like, you know, that film was dirty. You know, he, he's $400 more than T.Y. Hilton. You know, that don't seem right. You know, so, uh, and plus, you know, we're going to be paying up at back. Especially on DraftKings, so, uh, but we, you know, so we can, you know, we 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 got some, we got some money to play with. Doc. We got we got some stuff to talk about on the show tonight. We always we do, Willie. What, Willie, what about what about OJ Howard? Do you like him this week? Yeah, OJ Howard is great. Listen, you you see what's what's going on against the tight end for that that middle for Cincinnati is horrible. You know that OJ Howard is a great play. And, and listen, to be honest with you, a lot of people are talking about Jameis. He might not be a bad play this week. I mean, at quarterback, Doc, I wouldn't be – you can go many ways this week. I mean, I'm probably going to have a four or five when I will it down, but you can go anywhere this week. There's a lot of good plays this week. That's why I was going to make this. This slate would not be chalky like the other slates were. This would not be a chalky slate. And I, I, I guess FanDuel did a good thing. They priced early up because I, I just can't go there and left out dollars. I can't go there. That's too much. That's too much of my cap, you know, to build a nice lineup. So I can't do it. You know, I, this is the first time, like I said, all year I'm out of early on FanDuel. That's the first time. First time. I've never said it. You know, but he's going to be a lock in DraftKings, though. He's locked for me in DraftKings. I'm telling you that right now. I'm locking him in on DraftKings, but I just can't do him on FanDuel. Willie, one thing. Really, one thing before you, do you like Cooks more than Woods or Woods more than Cooks? Who would you play in that Rams? Um, I mean, either one. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to play either one. I'm not going to make my deal. But, I mean, either one is fine. I mean, they both, they both, but then they're not going to make my deal. I think you got too many other wide receivers that get guaranteed touches. That's what I want. Like a Jesus, a Schuster. You know, you know, I want people that's going to. 
All right, Willie, we, we got to let we got to run, Willie. Willie and I will be back on tonight with our video. You catch it on YouTube. We'll send the link out later. All right, we are back. We're going to talk the Raiders with Bill Williamson when we return right after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, we're back. We're Scout Fantasy Sports. I'm Dr. Roto along with Adam Ronis. And Ronis, we've got a promo for people. It's a big one. What do we have for them? That's right. You get one month Scout DFS, 70% off your first month. You get access to the Scout Stacks tool, the Slack chat, and our optimizer, as well as articles and advice. So use the promo code RADIO, 70% off your first month. You have up until kickoff on Sunday, so don't let this one slip by. All right, please, we want you to be a winner. We want you to be a member of the Scout Army, so join us, all right? Enter the promo code RADIO and do that for us right now. But right now, we've got another guest, Adam. If there's any team in the news in the NFL, it's been the Oakland Raiders, going to be the Vegas whatever's soon. But John Gruden, I don't know if he's uh, playing with a full deck. We'll have to get our next guest to tell us. Bill Williamson from RaiderSnakePit.com. Bill, how are you today? Hey, how you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let's get right to it. Some would call Chucky Gruden a mad scientist. Some say he's lost the team. He's got rid of Mac. He's got rid of Cooper. I mean, his talk about Carr, Lynch is injured. Does he have control of this organization? Well, I mean, the bottom line is he does have control of the organization because he's going to be there for a 10-year contract. Is he in control of the organization? People are wondering that more and more every day. You know, it's really tough for these Raider fans who are so loyal. And, I mean, they, this was such an exciting they, – these people wanted John Gruden. They wanted their checky back ever since he left. And when he got back, they were convinced that that was it. They were going to be great. You know, everything – he was going to get Carr right, then going to get Cooper right. And it's just been a mess. And, it, it's, I mean, you could not have predicted everything that's happened. It's just been nuts. And it really smacks of a, of desperation. There's really no plan. It's really kind of going day to day in Oakland. What was the issue with Cooper? He had two good years to start his career. He was inconsistent last year. I know a little banged up. And once again, the inconsistency surfaced this year. You know, what have you seen from Cooper that has led to him not producing like he did his first two years in the NFL? Well, you know, he's a really interesting player and a guy that I've been kind of down on, to be honest with you. Um, if you look at his game logs, it, it, it's confounding. So, you, you know, you say you, we think that he had two good years at the start of his career, but he really had parts of two good years. Um, first eight games of his rookie year were tremendous. Kind of fell apart in the second half, you know, rookie wall a little bit. Second year, same deal. Really good the first eight games. Slowed down considerably. Had a little bit of an injury. Not that big a deal. Last year, he was really inconsistent. He had one great, great game that Thursday night against Kansas City in that wild game last October. I think he had 220 yards. I mean, just a huge game. But other than that, he was just terrible. 
I mean, he disappeared and he dropped passes. And this year was more the same. You know, John Gruden said he's going to be the focal point of our passing offense. And he had one really good game. And other than that, same stuff. I mean, this is a guy, if you look at his game logs, you'll learn a lot about him. You know, one week it's six catches for 140 yards and two touchdowns. The next two weeks it's combined four catches for 47 yards. Bill, let's stay on the receivers for a second. Jordy Nelson's the one. Martavis Bryant is the two. Seth Roberts is now the three. Bryant has ability, but this guy's a knucklehead for sure, and he's had a couple of drop passes in big spots this year. Can the Raiders get by with Bryant and Roberts as they're two and three? You know, you wouldn't think so. And, and then Jordan, I mean, Jordy Nelson's number one. I mean, got to be the, the worst number one in the league, right? I mean, you know, Amari Cooper had his problems, but this this, this receiver group that you're talking about has, is really weak. Um, I think they're going to try to get Martavis Bryant really involved, especially this week. They're going to try to go deep with him. But he's, you know, like you say, he's been dropping balls. He's been inconsistent. You can't really count on him. I mean, you remember, this is a guy on the day of the Khalil Mack trade, you know, had that Khalil Mack trade not in May that day, the release of Martavis Bryant, a guy the Raiders gave up a third-round pick four months earlier, was released. And they brought him back like 10 days later because John Gruden didn't like what he saw from his receivers in that first week. So the Bryant thing's been a mess as well. How does things change for Jordy Nelson now? He's been used out of the slot quite a bit. Does he have the same separation skills, or is he clearly on the decline? You know, I think he's okay. He's he's a lot a lot like these a lot of these Raiders. He's had one good game this year. Um, Gruden, I think we're gonna. It's really interesting what Gruden's been doing is he's trying to get mismatches, and he goes heavy on one guy. Week one, it was Jared Cook. Week two, it was Cooper. Week three, it was. Jordy Nelson, it was almost like he was doing that because people were asking, where's Amari Cooper? Okay, well, you're going to see Amari Cooper this week. Well, where's Jordy Nelson? We're going to see him this week. That kind of fell off, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to do that again. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe there's a, a game plan that works for Jordy Nelson. But other than that one big game, he hasn't done much. And he hasn't been terrible, but he just – you can tell, like you said, that the, the skills are – probably going away a little bit. I mean, he's 33 years old. It's to be expected. All right, Bill, the running back situation. Marshawn Lynch is done, right? I would say he's clearly done for the season. Doug Martin is the new starter. Jalen Richard, pretty good receiver. I've always liked DeAndre Washington, but he never seems to really get on a roll. What's going to shake out over the next few weeks? You know, I, you know whoever has the best games you know, this week is probably going to get most carries the next week. It, but they're kind of stuck because Richard and Washington are just change of pace guys. They're nice change of pace guys, but they're change of pace guys. You're not going I don't think you can, they can, either one of them can carry a load. Maybe one game in a pinch. I don't know more than that. They're really expecting Doug Martin to be, excuse me, the lead back. Yesterday, John Gruden called him a, a featured back. Okay. He has 29 carries this year. He hasn't had a good season since 2015. You know, I don't know where you call him a featured back, but they will, they, you know, he's the best quote every down back they have. So he'll get a shot. 
but I, I think Jalen Richard may be the most effective Raider running back again as a change of pace, limited role. But he, you know, he has some juice to him, that kid. Who's the real Derek Carr? What we saw a couple years ago of what we've seen recently, and do you think he's going to be the quarterback of this team next year? You know, when you ask that question, I just put my hands in the air. I, I don't <laughs> know. Um, um, it really, you know, I, we've seen this before of quarterbacks get hot and then kind of settle into who they are. I, I think Derek Carr has some real skills. Um, but, you know, let's face it, through – through six games, John Gruden has yet to fix him. We see, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of questions in the Bay Area about his toughness. I don't worry about his toughness. I worry about his decision-making in the red zone. I, you know, I worry about those silly interceptions, the, the, the lack of accuracy for, uh, you know, for large chunks of the game. That's the stuff that, that I'm worried about because it's not getting any better. He's a, he's a smart guy. He's a good guy. He's a, he's a very hard worker. He, he wants to do well, um, you know, but I, I, you just don't know. I mean, this guy's in his fifth year now, and this guy's making $25 million a year. He needs to be more than just a work in progress. Will he be there next year? I mean, look, at we've talked about Khalil Mack being gone, Amari Cooper gone. I think it would be foolish if we sit here and say, oh, Derek Carr is certainly going to be the quarterback. I think John Rudin is rooting for him. He wants him to be the guy. But to be honest with you, after that Cooper trade, the Raiders, with their three draft picks in the first round next year and two the following year, they can do whatever they want in that first round next year. Right now, those, those picks are projected to be 4, 10, and 17. I mean, that's major juice. I mean, they can, they can you know, if they want, they can get themselves two top five picks. Um, you know, especially if they use one of their extra picks in 2020. So, if John Gruden falls in love with a rookie quarterback, and what did John Gruden do every spring at ESPN? He fell in love with rookie quarterbacks. It was a TV show. Uh, so if he does that, um, I can see him flipping car, and you'll get a good, you know, I mean, Sam Bradford last year got a, a, a one and a four, so Derek Carr will get at least that. So, yeah, I think it's possible that Derek Carr is traded in the offseason. All right, Bill Williamson from RaiderSnakePit.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Anytime. You got it. Ronas, I don't think it's out of the question to see Carr as the quarterback of the New York football Giants. Mm, Probably wouldn't be crazy. I mean, I don't think I'd give up a one if I'm the Uh, Giants for sure. But I I would give up a two and a four. I would. You're a Carr fan? I'm not. Well, I mean, it depends because I don't want – the Giants offensive line is so putrid that I don't want to waste a one on that. i got to go get an offensive lineman for sure, and I don't want to waste it on a quarterback. So I think if I could get Carr for like a two and a four or a three and a five, I might do it. I wouldn't. I don't think he's the answer. Kyle Valletta is not the answer. Well, I mean, you guys are, for this year, you're not going anywhere anyway. No, I, I, this is not going to happen until the offseason anyway. In next year's offseason, right, before the draft, if you're the Giants, do you do a second and a fifth pick for Carr? No. Yeah, I, don't, you, I don't think he's the answer. So what do you do? You can't go with Eli anymore, dude. No, you can't. I mean, that, does Eli Manning finish out the year as a Giants quarterback, or do you think Kyle Oletta gets a chance? I think Oletta gets a chance. Don't you? I do, but at what point? Um, 
when they lose. I think week they 14, win, I think when they're 2-10? and 10? I, I think they might win this week <laughs> against the Redskins, for real. Don't you feel it? Like, this well, yeah, a, yeah. the Giants win this week? Whenever you feel like you know the NFL, you know nothing. Oh, that is absolutely true. This year, too, more than ever. Yeah, whenever Which, you're like, oh, yeah, the Redskins are going to win this game. You're not gonna I, I got to say this, though. I, I thought the NFL, the product the last couple of years hasn't been great. I think it's been fun this year. Much better this year. Except, I will say the biggest problem with the NFL this year, come on, these guys should be able to sack the quarterback. They, if they breathe on the guy, it's a flag. Oh, it's so bad, man. I mean, some of the penalties that are being called. Wait, but then the, so I don't mean to interrupt you. I apologize. But you ever when it's like third and eight and the defense makes a big play? Sure enough, what do you see the next second? A flag. flag. Right. Yeah. And I get that partly could be because they do want more offense. I mean, let's for us in fantasy, we obviously love it. And look, these games are more entertaining. I mean, why do we like watching the Chiefs and the Rams? It's fun, right? I mean, what was the what was the, the Rams game that was a Thursday night game that was so much fun? Was it Rams Vikings? Yeah. Remember that game? Yeah, when he threw three was? touchdowns, yeah, on the on yeah. a rope. But the truth of the matter is it just seems like every time it's third and eleven, the guy will make a defensive play and he'll get up and he'll cheer. And this next second you'll see a flag coming in the air, pass interference. I mean, it's like a defense can't do anything right anymore. How about the Hopkins catch last night where they called pass interference on him? I mean, that was both ways. That that ball got it. That that was a hell of a catch. It got to count. He's really good, dude. Yeah, I think so. I think he's pretty good. (laughs) All right, so let's do the rest of these games super quick. Just one sentence. All right, Washington, the Giants. You say the Giants win this game. Yeah, I have a feeling they do. I like Barkley this week a lot. How do you not like Barkley every week? He's uh, do you th- he could be low owned this week because look at his price uh, for DK. Obviously, where he's better because of the PPR is eighty eight hundred because people are going to go to the mix in uh, Kareem Hunt, James Conner. Totally tier. agree with that. I right? totally agree with that. I think Barkley is a top five play this week. Uh, look, his his floor is high every week. Yeah. You watch it, Eli Manning drops back to pass right away to Barkley, and he was wide well, because he's going to get killed because he's well, going to get killed. And it was wide open against Atlanta because we wide know open. they're deficient, right? But dude, Deron Payne is going to be breathing in Eli's face all all game. That guy, you know, the Redskins really defense has played well. Yeah. All right, Cleveland Pittsburgh. I say Pittsburgh wins, and Cleveland gets crushed this week because they played like seventeen quarters of football. Yeah, I think it's a problem, and I also think that the lack of wide receivers is catching up uh, to Baker Mayfield. I mean, Callaway is terrible. Uh, he just really has Landry and Joku right now, so you're going to have to hope that Chubb can break a couple long plays here. You put Baker Mayfield on the Giants, dude, and that team is a playoff team for sure. Please don't do that. I don't want Baker to with Barkley, with Beckham, with Shepard, with Ingram. Oh, oh my would, God. That would be fun. That would be Woo. fun. Not for me as a Cowboys wow. fan, but for NFL wow. and fantasy would be fun. All right, Baltimore, Carolina. Do you agree with Willie Walls that John Brown's in a good spot this week? I love John Brown every week. Uh, been a big John Brown fan. So, yeah, but this is not a very appealing game for fantasy. No, no it's a mess. It's a, and I think Indianapolis, Oakland, I think people are a little delusional thinking this is going to be such a great game. But I will say this. The Colts are a much better team and a very well-coached team by Frank Reich. They have done a really good job this year. The offensive line is much improved. Luck is not getting sacked. They're running the ball well. Marlon Mack is questionable. He did return to practice today. But Darius know, I, Leonard is a god. Oh, I have him in my IDP league, oh, oh, Doc. And dude. when he, when he got hurt that week, I said oh. I can't drop this guy. No, I'm not doing no, it. no, no, dude, he's and the best then, linebacker in football. 
Yeah, and uh, he has a bye next week. I'm not dropping it. Because in my league, it's two defensive linemen, two linebackers, two defensive backs, 14 teams. So there's usually decent stuff in the way wire. I'm not dropping him. No way, no way. All right, Green Bay at the Rams. We talked about this one. I think Green Bay keeps us close, which I think helps fantasy numbers for Goff and everybody because it's just been a girly love fest. Yeah, would you take Green Bay getting the points? I think it's nine and a half the last I saw. Can they keep it that close? Yes, I yeah, would. Yeah, I, I, I think you. I think you're going to see a lot of points in this. I, I, I do like Aaron Rodgers and DFS this week, man. This game's got you know, 80 written all over it. I didn't realize this. I was talking to Sean Childs was on the show the other day. Look at Aaron Rodgers' pass attempts. It's insane. He's throwing the ball a ton this year. He's going to shatter his career mark. Remember, Aaron Rodgers always puts up great fantasy numbers, but he's usually between 500 and 550 pass attempts. He might hit 650 this year. I'm personally guaranteeing Mike McCarthy fired at the end of the season. Oh, geez. I mean, that guy is held Unless they win the Super Bowl. So much. Unless they win the Super Bowl. And I don't see that happening. Okay. All right. San Francisco, Arizona. I am very interested to see that, that, that if Arizona can play better this week. You would think so. Look, Byron Leftwich, we've heard the comments. You know, he was uh, Arians' right-hand man, said he was right next to him, and he wants to use a lot of those concepts. So that's good news for David Johnson owners, Larry Fitzgerald, and – the other guy I would keep an eye on, if Matt Breda is out, Raheem Mostert. I'll be oh, using him, him in season long, and he's 38 on DK. I'll use him in DFS, too, if his bride is out, 100%. Right, yeah. Because Arizona, right. Arizona's allowing the most fantasy points to running backs this year, 10 rushing touchdowns allowed. All right, New Orleans and Minnesota should be a great game. Love I know that uh, I'm looking so forward to that game on Sunday night. It's always great when you have a good Sunday night game. It really is. We're really pushing Adam Thielen from Scout Fantasy Sports. We should. I mean, <laughs> we should. I mean, I've heard he's I, good. I've heard I have him in one of my best teams. <laughs> <laughs> do you like? Do you think Marshawn Lattimore can cover him one on one? No, me either. Well, he did last year a little bit, but you know Thielen's playing mostly to slot. Do you, they do, I do. Do think you remember in the, in the beat do- in, in the uh, beat Doctor Roto League at the end? You know the one at the um, the playoff contest. We had the right. same exact team, except I had Thielen and you had Diggs, and you had more points. Yeah, I mean, you know, we pretty much uh, I guess think the same a lot, which is good and bad. All right, New England and Buffalo. Uh, oh, Gronkowski geez. scores this week, right? I think he plays. Oh, did you see? I think it's when he's ever he plays in Buffalo. I think he's had a, over 100 yards every game. I know because he's from Buffalo. Oh, he's from there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's I what think, I do you score. think he plays this week? I do. 100. percent Of course, it's front of his fans. He's definitely playing. 100. percent That is the worst Monday Night Football game in a ever. while. All right, oh, give me the one play of the week, Ronis. I will go with uh, Devontae Adams. You like Devontae Adams. Yeah. I like Kareem Hunt, dude. I like oh, him, too. Oh There's a God. lot of plays this week, man. <laughs> really For real. It's a fun week. It really is. All right, time De- now to... Defense Chiefs, 2,600. I'll write that down. All right, time now to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. Wishing you a lot of luck in week eight. Remember, check us out at Scout DFS. Promo code radio. And take care. <laughs> <laughs>